What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to this week's second episode of the greatest podcast on turf. I'm Ryan. I'm Anthony. And I'm Anthony, and that's Ryan. <laughs> I messed up. But we are back today with our one-on-one wager pick'em series. Last week, Ryan took a commanding 10-6 and six lead. I went 9-7 and seven in our pick'ems last week. I think we only had one difference. Let me just double-check the note for that. You were 7-9, and nine, I think. Was I? I was seven and nine, and Ryan was ten and six. So that's a three game difference. So Ryan has a commanding three game lead ahead of me in our wager pick'em series. Before we get into that, be sure to check out Tuesday's episode of the podcast where we did our things we learned from the week before, previous games, things we took away, recapped the games, gave our thoughts about it. And on Tuesday as well on YouTube, we did our waiver wire pickups. Although it may be a little late for the waiver wire pickups, at the end we did leave some names to watch out for for the upcoming weeks. Maybe there's some of those guys are still out there. Be sure to click the link below to check it out. Be sure to check out yesterday's exclusive segment where we did our best bets. If you already know, last week we went 6-1 and one on our best bets. Only missed one. We both won big money. Pretty much won. Oh, we won a lot of money. Not to get into logistics, not bragging, but... We're kind of right about this stuff, you know. <laughs> We're the best at what we do. I've been saying it. We've been saying it. We're the best. We won big money. Take our advice. Um, but we are not financial advisors. We should just leave that out there. Do whatever you want with not your money. Yet. But if I recommend, I would recommend listening to us. We're pretty smart guys. And check out today's YouTube video as well where we gave our weekly stardom sit We included third tonight's game. Washington football team versus the Giants. Had some guys there for the Stardom Sims. Be sure to check that out. Show love to all our content. Follow us. Like us on Spotify. Like, subscribe on YouTube. Keep showing love. You guys are killing it. We love each and every one of you guys. We love when you guys comment. Show us love. Reach out to us. Ask us questions and stuff. We appreciate it more than you guys will ever know. So thank you guys for that. And before we get into it, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Little Italy Pizzeria. They got the best cheese steaks. The best pizza in all of Delaware. Come check it out. Anthony's here to make you a cheesesteak, make you some pizza, come hang out, talk to us, have yourself a drink, yeah. enjoy some lunch, enjoy some dinner. The restaurant is now open, so check it out. Yeah, brand new website, link in the description below. Has locations to my father's shop, my Uncle Mike's shop, all our locations, our menus on there. Catering details are on there as well. But yeah, be sure to check us out. I'll give you an autograph. I'll take a picture with you. I'll take care of some lunch for you. We'll take care of some lunch for you. Ryan's here sometimes as well. Keep showing love. Check us out, and let's get into our weekly wager pick So before, we got some news. Demarcus Lawrence, Lawrence broke, broke his, his foot. foot. Jinx. You <laughs> um, owe me a soda. As a Cowboys fan, that sucks. Demarcus Lawrence was pretty good. He was lights out week one. Um, he was our, he's our leader of our defense. Sucks to lose him, obviously. Seems like Randy Gregory might even be out week two because of COVID. So nice. it's looking like the Cowboys are going to have to score a lot of points again, which they are capable of doing as a fantasy owner of multiple Cowboys players. Hey, you know, it's going to be a good day. <laughs> yeah. But I hope DeMarcus Lawrence, you know, recovers and yeah, is back. Yeah, speedy recovery, DeMarcus Lawrence. I watched you on Hard Knocks. You seem like a pretty cool guy. Come on the podcast if you're listening. Yeah. Um, but speaking of the Cowboys, there's a division. There's an NFC East matchup. Thursday night, tonight actually, the Washington football team at home versus the New York Giants. Personally, I took the Washington football team this one. This is one of those weird games that could go either way because the Giants suck, and I don't know exactly what we're going to get from Taylor Heineke. Saquon is not back to 100% yet. Daniel Jones did not look good. He had his 40th career turnover 
in about three years now. I think that guy, three or four years, that guy averages about 10 turnovers a season. Uh, but yeah, Dan Jones sucks. The Giants didn't look good against the Broncos. I mean, that ain't saying much. The Broncos are nice. But, yeah, Washington's defense looked good. They pretty much held their own against the Chargers for the most part, only lost by a touchdown. They looked okay. Had some chalkboard stuff to finish up. But, I mean, I I like Washington this week. I think it could go either way. Giants may be able to squeeze it out because Taylor Heineke is, and I don't really know what he's good for. We've only ever seen him start one or two games. So, I mean, with that being said, I like Washington this week, and I'm going to pretty much leave it at that. Yeah, for me personally, I ended up taking the Giants over Washington this week. Um, Washington, you know, they got a short turnaround to bring in a new new quarterback and get them into the system in order to beat the Giants. Now we know the Giants, you know, they're not very good. They got Daniel Jones, who sucks. I personally think Daniel Jones is better than Taylor Heineke. At least I hope so. Um, (laughs) As for teams... Washington is a better football team than the Giants, but I'm kind of buying into this as a, you know, a short turnaround. We got a division rivalry, which is, um, we got a division rivalry, so it's obviously going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a matter of what quarterback you trust more, I guess, and now I know I don't trust Daniel Jones, but I think he's more talented than Taylor Heineke, and I think he can get you a good play. The Giants had Sterling Shepard show out for him last week. Kenny Galladay at 60 yards, which is okay. Saquon, he might not play. I know that's concerning, but I think the Giants will be fine against the Washington football defense. I think you really just need Danny Dimes to score a touchdown, maybe two, and then they'll have this game in a bag because I don't think they're scoring a lot of points. I agree with that. Yeah, Washington's defense is still good. Stayed healthy last week for the most part, knock on wood. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I like Washington. You like the Giants, so I guess we'll just have the seats tonight at Jake's, you know? Yep. Uh, moving on, my New England Patriots traveling to New York to MetLife Stadium to play the Jets. You guys already know who I'm taking here, the Jets, 100%. Um, what's his face? Zach Wilson is better than Mac Jones will ever be. Yeah, enough said. Moving on to the next game. It's like, nah, I'm obviously taking the Patriots. The Jets are sorry. Um, Mac Jones surprised me last week a lot. We talked about it more on Monday's podcast. If you haven't checked that out, be sure to click the link in the description. Check it out. Pause this one. Go check it out. Wait till after this one. Check it out. But be sure to check it out. You guys don't want to miss any of our uploads. Five uploads a week. It's football season. Back to what I was saying. Mac Jones surprised me a lot last week. I think that the Patriots are going to knock the Jets out of the water. Jets, their offensive line is entirely banged up. The Patriots' pass rush looked very good last week. Matt Judon, Chase Winovich, Josh Uche did their thing. The Jets recently lost Mekhi Becton. He's out for six to eight weeks, and the, he was kind of the strong point of their offensive line. And the Panthers absolutely destroyed the Jets' pass rush-wise, made their offensive line look absolutely sorry. So, I mean, look for the Patriots to come and pick her up where they left off in Miami. Rushing the pass are good. Look for the offense to click on all cylinders. Mac Jones surprised me, like I said. So, give me the Patriots in a blowout. I also did, if you guys didn't check out our best bets video yet, Patriots minus six and a half. Minus six, I think it is. Or six and a half. Lock of the week. Yeah, for me, I like the Patriots this week. It's kind of kind of obvious. They're yeah. playing against the Jets, who absolutely suck. Um, the reason... That I'm taking the Patriots, Jets suck. Uh, yeah. The Patriots have a good defense. I don't see Bill Belichick losing to a rookie quarterback, and I just, I just don't see it. I don't know um, if Bill Belichick's ever lost to a rookie quarterback. I'm not sure if he has either. 
But for me, I don't know if you guys do a pick them. I do that every week. You pick a team. Last week, I picked the Panthers. Worked out. This week, I'm most likely picking the Patriots. So just thought I'd sprinkle that in there. <laughs> so it's looking like every team that plays the Jets, you're taking them in your pick them. So far, it's worked <laughs> out like that. I think the Broncos play the Jets week three. Yeah, so. they do. There we go. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The trend is looking like that. But, yeah, give me the Patriots against the Jets. I don't see the Jets really having anything for them. I guess Corey Davis is going to have to turn into an absolute stud in order to beat them. Um, Tevin Coleman's going to have to <laughs> do something. But, I mean, Makai Becton's out. Uh, what's it, the corner? LaMarcus Joyner's out. Joyner's out. It's not yeah. looking good for the Jets. Tough break for the Jets to start. They have a promising upside, though. Still in the beginning phases of a rebuild. Got a new head coach, but they're no match for my Patriots. I hope not. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. If we lose, I'm going to blame it on Mac Jones, and I'm not going to think twice about it. And then you're going to go be a Buccaneers fan. Yes. Roll Browns, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, the third game of this week, the San Francisco 49ers traveling cross-country to go play the Philadelphia Eagles, who are riding their high horse. I'm going to start out with this one. Keep it short and simple. Give me the Eagles. Scobirds, baby. Super Bowl bound. Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles, too. <laughs> I took them last week. I'm taking them again this week. Jalen Hurts showed out last week. I know they played against the Falcons, who absolutely suck. Yep. But the 49ers almost lost to the Lions, who absolutely suck more. Yep. Um, the 49ers, they have a good front seven. I get that. But their corners are obviously weak. Terrible. They just lost Raheem Mostert. The receiving core, Brandon Ayuk's banged up. So you, it's really just Debo Samuel that you have to worry about there. George Kittle, obviously. The offensive line's good. But you got the 49ers traveling all the way across the country to come play in Philly for a home opener after Philly just blew out Atlanta. You know, you already know how Eagles fans are, too. You know it, it's going to be like the Super Bowl in that atmosphere in Philly on Sunday. I love Eagles fans <laughs> are the best. I love them. Yeah. Um, it's biggest Gumbags as some of them are, they're still I'm a Cowboys very fan, fun crowd to be around. It's, they're great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, give me the Eagles in their home opener against the 49ers. Personally, I'm probably staying away from this game in terms of, like, a pick em. Yeah. I'm still, like, I'm taking the Eagles because they're underdogs, and I don't think they should be. Um, but, yeah, I'm staying away from them in terms of a pick em because I could kind of see it going either way. But, yeah, give me the Eagles and the points. Not like that one, but I just wanted to throw this out there real quick, a disclaimer. This is a one-on-one wager series with money on the line, so we're sorry if some of the picks are the same. It's a lot of money on the line here, so just bear with us. Yeah, we're not going to fake picks in order to... Like we always say, we're legit. We're the realest content out. We don't sugarcoat anything to bring in views, to make things challenging, whatever. And to be fair, there's a lot of games this week that aren't going to be close. (laughs) To be quite frank, you are right. I'm not going to take the Texans beating the Browns. Although I do believe Tyrod Taylor's top 10. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor started the week in fantasy this week. Nah, but yeah, we're not going to um, fake you guys' content. We're not that kind of podcast. That was one of the main things we talked about when we started up the greatest podcast on turf, was keeping everything legit, being raw and cut for you guys. As you know, we put a lot of time into editing and stuff, but we don't cut much footage or audio out because we try and keep it raw and authentic for you guys to give you guys the best experience possible. So with that being said, nah, let me, I'll be real with the Eagles. The Eagles surprised me last week. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They blew the Falcons out, but it is the Falcons. They did look good, though. Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts really clicked. Jalen Rager got involved. Devontae Smith looked like a The star. running backs got involved. The Eagles' offensive line looked very good because they're all healthy. Goddard even looked good. Dallas Goddard looked real good. I had him in fantasy. But, yeah, the Eagles looked good last week, so, I mean, it'll be – 
it'll be Miles Sanders looked serviceable. Yeah, seriously. Kenneth Gainwell looked good. It'll be interesting to see how they hold up against the 49ers defense, who isn't that bad. They just allowed 30 points to Jarek off in France. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know if they fell asleep, but I don't care. All right, moving on to this game. This is a game I talked about on our Stardom Sidham video that I said I wanted to talk about in depth. The Raiders traveling to Pittsburgh or to Pittsburgh across the country. <laughs> um, listen, I'm taking Pittsburgh. If you're buying into that Raiders hype, I'm sorry, but you're a dummy. The Raiders ain't Tell very me good. How you really feel. Listen, I'm a Derek Carr guy. Ryan can attest. I've been a Derek Carr guy for a long time. But, I mean, come on. Derek Carr didn't look good. Derek Carr threw the ball to Darren Waller 23 times. And Darren Waller had, what, 13 catches? Something like that. But, like, it's ridiculous. If you watch the game, Derek Carr was thrown in the double coverage with Henry Ruggs wide open in the middle of the field. Derek Carr just didn't look good. The Raiders' offensive line sure as hell didn't look good. <laughs> Um, the Raiders just are not a good football team, and if you think they're going to go into Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's coming off an upset on Buffalo with how good their defense looked. And, I mean, their offense didn't look that good, but they still got the job done. So if you think they're against Buffalo. Yeah. Who got its stud defense. Yeah. And if you think the Raiders are going to go across country and walk into Pittsburgh, walk into Pittsburgh, you're out of your mind. Give me Pittsburgh. Give me Pittsburgh any day of the week. I'm taking them all day. I'm not buying into this Raiders hype as big a Derek Carr guy as I am. Yeah, for me, uh, if you think the Raiders are going to win, tell me how deep your pockets are and let's get it. I was gonna, I was just about to say, if you want to bet that the Raiders win, I'll put money on it. I'll give you, I'll put my savings account on it. <laughs> okay, that might, okay. Um, but with that being said, the Steelers, I think Najee Harris has himself a day. I personally think Deontay Johnson has himself a day. I personally think the Raiders suck. I don't like Derek Carr. Josh Jacobs is good, but it's impossible to run behind. I, I'm not even going to name drop these guys because I can't even do it. <laughs> I'm not even going to name drop these guys. They suck. The only way that I could possibly see the Raiders pulling out this game is if Max Crosby is if Max to Crosby and again. Carl Nassib go out there and do their thing. I know. Shout out to Matt and Herc. We had this conversation last night. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't see the Raiders doing anything. I don't see Josh Jacobs doing anything because he didn't do anything against the Ravens, who took a ton of hits on defense. Yeah, listen. Oh, sorry. I'll we'll talk about um, the Ravens. Darren Waller. Okay, he might be fine, but. The Ra- the Steelers have more to go up against a tight end than the Ravens do. The Ravens, they're banged up. I mean, Marlon yeah, I mean, Humphrey was going up against uh, Darren Waller at times. And then that led Hunter Renfro to be wide open. Yeah. The Ravens are just a banged-up football team. And although I do think they will figure it out and still be a playoff team, probably wild card or so, they're not going to figure it out week one. The Steelers are going to roll the Raiders, and that's that simple. Yeah, fair enough. You pretty much said it all. To the guard Darren Waller, they got Devin Bush. They got Minka Fitzpatrick over the top if Devin Bush starts to get look sorry. I mean, they'll be fine. Oh, yeah, those two are going to shut down Waller. Yeah. <laughs> and then who's, Then you got T.J. Watt, Cam Hayward rushing on the side. I mean, I was, I, was, I was sleeping on Pittsburgh at the beginning of the year, but them playing against the Raiders, come on. This is one of their Sherlock wins. We talked about it with A.J. on the podcast. But, yeah, give me Pittsburgh 100%. I'm, I'm not taking the Raiders, and if you do, let's bet money. Go Pittsburgh, baby. Pittsburgh Steelers, baby. Let's go. Shout out to Jake. Uh, the next game we'll talk about is the Broncos in Jacksonville. Two of my more... Actually, you know what? High teams in the league. You 100% take this one because 
you had the you were so high on Jacksonville, and then what happened against the Texans? So Urban Meyer happened against the Texans. So tell me, what's they're already happen. trying to run Urban Meyer out of Jacksonville. They're trying to get him to go coach at USC. <laughs> <laughs> Jacksonville's reporters today were kept asking him about it, and he was just like, "I'm not going anywhere." And Jags fans were like, "Gosh darn." <laughs> But all right, give, listen, I'm not a dummy. As high as I am on Trevor Lawrence, I love the guy. I think he's great. Give me Denver. Denver's good. I'm very, I'm extremely high on Denver. AJ's coming back on in a couple weeks when the Steelers play the Broncos, so we can argue that one like we did I'm about a month right ago. I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be a two versus one again. Oh, I bet it will be, and I'm fine with it because I'm ready. I'll go to war for the Broncos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. no, I mean, Denver just day out way. Jacksonville in every aspect. Jacksonville's still in the early stages of a rebuild. Denver's a quarterback away from being a serious contender. It's hard to match up against. Maybe the Jags squeeze one out in some alternate universe, but I mean, Denver looked good against the Giants last week. Their defense looked good. Their offense looked good. Teddy Bridgewater looked really good. They did lose Jerry Judy, but I mean, Tim Patrick was the leading. Tim Patrick was their leading receiver last year. So, I mean, I'm sure he'll be able to step in and be fine. K.J. Hamler developed a relationship with Teddy Bridgewater as the game went on. Noah Fant did his thing. And then they still got Cortland Sutton, who's back. So, I mean, I think the Broncos will be fine. Jerry Judy's a tough loss, but I don't think it affects them that bad, especially going against a Jags team who is still very young and still in the early stages of a rebuild with a rookie head coach. So, give me Denver. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I don't like either of these teams. I don't think either of these teams are very good. (laughs) But I do think the Broncos are significantly better than the Jacksonville Jaguars. I personally moved the Jaguars so far down that they're probably bottom three, bottom feeders. Um, Losing to the Texans hurts their rep a little bit. (laughs) Like I said, we'll blame it on Urban Meyer. Not only did they lose to the Texans, they got absolutely demolished by Mark Ingram, David Johnson, uh, Phillip Lindsay, Brandon Cooks, and Danny Amendola. Tyrod Taylor and company. Tyrod Taylor and friends. I don't like the Jacksonville Jaguars at all. They James Robinson only got he got less carries than yeah, Carlos Hyde. Yeah, because Urban Meyer's a jackass. Oh, let me start Carlos Hyde. Like this is still Ohio. But to State. be fair, James Robinson had more touches in the first half, but then they just gave it to Carlos Hyde. I, I Urban, don't even want to talk if you're about. listening to this, this ain't college. Start James Robinson. Carlos Hyde is sorry. He's a good backup. But he's not. He's sorry. Give James Robinson the ball. Give, give. <laughs> I don't know. To do something. Let T. Law do his thing. Get, get Gardner Minshew back at this point. Yeah, get the T. Law threw three Stop picks. It. He's a scrub. Okay. <laughs> uh, before that argument starts, Listen, let's go ahead and jump. Peyton to Manning through has the <laughs> single rookie interception stat, and look how good he turned out. I'm not reading too much into it. What do you mean, like a Super Bowl or something? Not his rookie year, tool bag. No, in total. He won, like, two Super Bowls. So? And one of them was a fluke. One of them was all on the defense. Panthers? The Broncos beating the Panthers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, I yeah. thought you were talking about the one he won with the Colts. But, no, that was all defense. Von Miller won MVP in a whole. That was, like, that was yeah. the year Peyton Manning missed the whole regular season. Brock Osweiler carried them. And then in the playoffs, Peyton Manning came back in and was like, I'm back. Peyton Manning just went in there <laughs> through, like, five-yard passes and just made it happen. They beat the – their defense carried – that was – they were – that defense was, like, one of the greatest defenses of all time. I know. We had, like, a Cleve to lead Von Miller. And they held the pa- – they beat the pa- – they beat Tom Brady in the AFC chip. That's how good they were. Yeah. So it was, like, 17-13 was the final. Yeah. They beat the Patriots. Um, with that being said, <laughs> let's move on from the Peyton Manning talk. Bills at Dolphins. This is a tough one. 
I ended up taking the Dolphins. Sorry, what? See, <laughs> I know it can be questionable for some, but I personally think the Bills are kind of a one-trick pony. Um, kind of, Fair. they resemble the Packers a lot to me. In the fact that they have a super talented quarterback with one option on offense and a decent defense. I think the Dolphins, it's going to be a low-scoring game. Let's yeah, be real. Okay. Both of these defenses are studs. The thing is, a lot of people are taking the Bills because they trust Josh Allen more, which I get that 100%. A lot of people think it's going to be down to like a final drive and Josh Allen's going to go score a field goal and win the game. I see the vision. I understand it. I just think that the Dolphins are going to find a way to shut down the Bills just because of the fact that, like I said, they're a one-trick pony. The, the Dolphins spent a lot of capital on their corners. I know they're not going to go shut down Stephon Diggs, but they could probably slow him down. And then, boy, you got to worry about Devin Singletary, Matt Breida, Dawson Knox, and who else? Emmanuel Sanders? Like, come on now. The Dolphins are going to – forget? Wait, who did I forget? Did you say Beasley? Oh, I didn't How say did the best. Cole I Beasley. forgot the best slot receiver in football. The best slot receiver in football who's very strong on his political views. But we are not a political podcast, so we will not get into it on, on air. Exactly. But then guess who's coming back for the Dolphins? My boy. Will Fuller the fifth. We're about to get forward on. Or the third. Fourth. Fourth. I think. Damn. I think I it's know. the fourth. But he's wearing know. number three. That's why I thought it was three. Will Fuller, Waddle. Devontae Parker, Miles Gaskin is better than not better than Diggs, and we're not going to count Diggs. <laughs> it's better than Emmanuel Sanders, Devin Singletary, Cole you Beasley, and whoever else you want to throw. I don't know. We don't. Diggs is in a receiving core. If we're throwing whole entire cores out there, we got to throw. Okay. Josh Allen versus Tua. Will Fuller Dig- and Diggs is like a wash. <laughs> it's a joke. Get over <laughs> Texans Will Fuller? Then I'm having an argument with you. Then I'm Texans telling you, Will you're Fuller out of your damn mind. Texans Will Fuller was better than Viking Stefan Diggs. And you can say whatever the hell you want. Okay. Who was throwing to him? Give me Deshaun Watson's over Kirk Cousins any day. And Sam Bradford. Exactly. Later. <laughs> um, I'm still taking the Dolphins. I think the defense is better, for one. Um, for two, the Dolphins are at home, so that matters. Yeah, give me the Dolphins. That's a fair statement you make. I will go on defense. Will Fuller's going to have himself a day. Buffalo has a better front seven. Davis White can't do nothing. Buffalo has a better front seven than the Dolphins, but the Dolphins have a way better secondary. That's where the differences are. Um, I'm taking Buffalo. I think this comes down to Josh Allen versus Tua, and it's a division game. Give me Josh Allen any day of the week, and I'm not thinking twice about it. I'll keep it like that. I'm looking at this one how Ryan was looking at it in the playoffs last year when we first started. Battle of the starting quarterbacks. Who's the starting quarterbacks? Josh Allen versus Tua. Give me Josh Allen seven days out of seven days of the week. And twice on Sunday? And twice on Sunday. Give me Will Fuller and Jalen Waddle and Devontae Parker and Miles Gaskin over Devin Singletary. And I'm not going to name drop the rest. <laughs> I'll let you have that one. I'll leave it at that. we got to keep moving here. Um, moving on to the next game, Ryan's favorite quarterback in the NFL, Matthew Stafford, and the Los Angeles Rams are traveling cross-country to Indianapolis, Indiana, to face the Indianapolis Colts. Give me the Rams, and it's not close. I think the Rams are four-and-a-half-point favorites. Another lock this week. Give me the Rams 100% against the Colts. We saw how good Matt Stafford looked in that new offense with Sean McVay. 
Matt Stanford had an arm sleeve on. Oh, my God. Would you stop? He looked good. He was throwing the ball deep. He torched the Bears' defense. Look for him to pick up right where he left off on his MVP race torched against the Colts. Nuff said, give me Matt Stafford and the Rams. Uh, I am taking the Rams, but I don't like the the spread. I'm not taking the Rams minus, what was it, four and a half? Four and a half, yeah. I'm not doing that. I think it's going to be a close game, personally. I think the Colts have a decent defense. I I mean, it's hard to stop Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. No matter kind of what you say, I think it's going to be easier to stop Cooper Cup and Robert Woods than Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf any day of the week. I ain't saying much, though. It's not, but it's what's happening. That's you know fair. what I mean? Like, they, they're playing against the Rams. I'm still taking the Rams 100%. Don't get me wrong, because I don't believe in Carson Wentz that much. But uh, I'm not jumping on that minus four and a half spread. I think you could argue that the Bears and Colts are fairly similar teams. No. Solid run game. No. Bears have better no. receivers, and the Colts have a better quarterback. No. No? Colts have a better defense. Colts have a better quarterback. Colts have a better running back. Colts have a better offensive line. Um, the only thing the Bears have is one receiver. Who is better than all re- three of those guys combined? Their Grant. second receiver is better than all the Colts receivers. Mooney hasn't done anything either. It's fair, but I'll take him over Pittman or Paris Campbell. Mooney hasn't done... I'll take Pasco over him, so I don't care. Yeah, get out of here. All right, um, so we both can agree that we're taking the Rams this week and it ain't close. I I just told you it's close. I'm not taking I'm not taking the spread. I'm taking the spread 100% on my parlay card. Best bets video link in the description. Be sure to check You're that out. Out of your mind. Taking the Rams, traveling almost across the country to beat the Colts by five points is put crazy. five bills on it. So I'm taking the Colts plus four and a half. Colts plus four and a half. Okay. Cool. And I'm taking the Rams minus four and a half. I'll right, write it down um, in the note. That's fair. Um, I'll go ahead and jump to the next game while he's putting it in. We got the Bengals going to the Bears. Speaking of the sorry Bears, give me the Bengals. Yep. Look, the Bears, they got torched by Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, and they didn't get torched by Robert Woods. He didn't do that much. He didn't run that many routes. But they are going to be torched by Joe Main Man Mixon, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, C. Higgins, even the Bengals' defense was all right. And the Bears, I mean, you got Andy Dalton. David Montgomery, who was a stud, I'll give you props there. Um, well, I like David Montgomery, too. But I'll give him props. Allen Robinson, who's a stud, he went against Jalen Ramsey, so that's kind of not saying much. But the Joe Burrow to Andy Dalton comparison is really – that's really my side that factor. That is the train. It's funny because I was just thinking the train hasn't interrupted us in a very long time. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for jinxing it. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I personally believe in quarterbacks decide games most times. So give me Joe Burrow over Andy Dalton. Hence, I hate Andy Dalton. Hence my Bills Dolphins reasoning. Yeah, that's fair. No, I like that one. Um, I agree with what you said 100%. I took the Bengals as well. Um, I don't think the Bears are going to be very good until they get Justin Fields going in the offense. Andy Dalton's god awful. We saw it. I mean,. Andy Dalton didn't have a bad game numbers-wise, but just he just looked like crap. He's terrible. He's not a starter in this league anymore. He's a great backup to have. But, I mean, Andy Dalton isn't, isn't a starter. It's good that him and Justin Fields have a good relationship, but it's only a matter of time before he loses his spot, and this week could be the week. I hope it is. Me too. Because I hate Andy Dalton. He shouldn't have a job. Me too, and I just think on all fact of the matters, like in all – Ways are the Bengals better than the Bears, except me. And their offensive lines are about the same. They both suck. Bears, they have better defense. 
Mm. They got Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, Eddie Jackson. They have mm. bigger names, but Bengals have Jesse Bates. Yeah, I mean, does um, does Allen Robinson? I'd I'd rather have the Bengals three than Allen Robinson and Mooney, but it ain't, that ain't saying much, is it? No, because Tyler Boyd's a stud, so. Yeah, no, that's fair. But, nah, I mean, yeah, give me the Bengals, and I don't think it's close on this one. And this one is going to be short and sweet. Texans at the Browns. Give me the Browns for obvious reasons. The Browns are playing for a Super Bowl this year, and I'll leave it at that. They're not losing to the Texans. If they lose to the Texans, I will be very surprised. Yeah, for me, I'm taking the Browns. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, I'm telling you right now, if you go ahead and beat the Browns, I'll take you. Tyrod Taylor, you mean? Uh, I said, what did I say? Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater, yeah. Um... Tyrod Taylor, if you beat the Browns, I'll go ahead and take you next week against whatever team you play, and I don't care. Yep. I'll you know I'll tell you the next two teams you play, and I don't even care. Give give you Tampa. Oh, Tyrod Taylor, start of the week. <laughs> if Tyrod Taylor beats the Browns, I'll take him against the Panthers, the Bills, the Patriots, the Colts, the Car- not the Cardinals. That's where I'll run out. <laughs> <laughs> so for three weeks, if 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 Tyrod Taylor is this your official word, if the Texans beat the Browns. You have to start Tyrod Taylor at quarterback for three weeks in the greatest podcast on our fantasy football league. Oh no, not, I'm talking about in the in this pick'em. Oh, I'm not. I thought you were talking about fantasy. No, I'm going to pick him for three straight weeks. Oh, okay, yeah, bet. All right, that's fair. Um, look, if Tyrod Taylor does it, I'll even consider picking him up in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Jesus. Could if you, you let him, it? if you let me put him in my flex spot, I'll 100 percent do it. Change it to a super flex format halfway through the season. Just so I can put Tyrod Taylor there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, yeah, leave it at that. Um, We both have the Browns, if you didn't catch that. And I'm going to let you take this next one because this one was kind of a tough one for me, surprisingly. Yeah, uh, it's a tough one for me because the Saints are battling COVID, and that's literally the only reason. Yeah. We got the Saints going to the Panthers. Personally, I'm taking the Saints. I wasn't a huge believer in the Saints until what they did to the Packers. I know you don't buy into the hype after week one, but I actually kind of like the Saints. I think Alvin Kamara is going to end up outdoing Christian McCaffrey just because of the fact that Kamara's got a better team around him. I also believe that James Winston's a better quarterback than Sam Darnold. I personally never really hated James Winston. I always thought he was a talented quarterback that made stupid decisions, and that's probably because he couldn't see. And now that he got LASIK and he can see... He's a stud. I just thought he was like a funny meme that he threw 30 for 30. I just like, I mean, I never hated Jameis either. And now, I mean, he spent a year behind Drew Brees and LaShawn Payton. So, obviously, that's going to help out his veteran poised decision-making, you could say. He's going to be better than Sam Darnold. I mean, let's be real. The Saints team is better than the Panthers. They have a better defense. The offense, eh, not much. But the Saints offensive line is really what's going to carry them. Yeah, I mean, give me the Saints. Sam Darnold sucks. The Sam Darnold experiment's over. He should have blew out the Jets. Yeah. Nah, I mean, I like that one, too. The Saints are battling COVID. That's why kind of this one was kind of a toss-up in the air for me. But looking at it, I mean, after what the Saints did to Green Bay, like you said, I think it's, it's hard to take them going against the Carolina Panthers, although if COVID does affect them as big as it's looking like, look out for a Panthers upset because it is a division game and division games could go either way. But I'm taking the Saints for right now for the purposes of there's money on the line. I'm going with the safe pick in the Saints. Could argue a sleeper pick against the Panthers, but I don't know. 
Um, what's what's do you know what the spread is on this game? No, I do not. Let me look it up. But yeah, this is a tough one. It is a division game. It's looking like a lot of coaches and a lot of players are testing positive for the COVID and were exposed or whatever is going on. I don't know what the NFL rules are. It's a conversation for a different but day. But it's about eight of them, I think. I know Michael Thomas is one of them because I got like, that alert in fantasy. Uh, looks like Saints are favorites. It looks like three points or so. Give me the Panthers plus three. Yeah, three and a half. I think they could keep it close because let's keep in mind, DJ Moore kind of owns Marshawn Lattimore and the Saints. I think last year against the Saints, DJ Moore had, in two games, I think he had upwards of 10, 11 receptions for over 150 yards and a few touchdowns. So, I mean, that ain't bad. But, I mean, it's, it's so this one comes down to Sam Darnold. I don't know how the Sam Darnold experiment is going to work out. I just told you, Sam Darnold experience over, he sucks. Fair enough. Tell me how you really feel about Sam Darnold. Let's move on to a um, – this one's going to be short to and sweet as boys. well. To our Arizona Cardinals. My guys, Kyler, Isaiah Simmons, playing against the sorry Vikings. Give me the Cardinals. Yeah, give me the Cardinals. Chandler Jones looked like an absolute stud. J.J. Watt looked all right. Isaiah Simmons looked, looked good. Very good. Buda Baker looked good. He pancaked Kyler Murray's a stud. Chase Evans is a stud. D-Hop, we all know about him. Rondell Moore even looked good. Christian Kirk looked good. They're going to go play in the Super Bowl against the Browns. Kyler Murray's going to go win the MVP. Boomer Sooner, enough said. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. If they play in the Super Bowl, give me Cleveland and it ain't close. If they play in the Super Bowl, we need to find whatever clip that we did this and send it to ESPN. Yes. We'll be famous. Because we, we predicted it. Yeah, we said it a while ago, too. Hot takes video NFL. Scroll all the way back. <laughs> Ryan said, Browns, Cardinals, Super Bowl. <laughs> ESPN, we're coming for all your jobs. You all suck. Um, yeah, give me the Cardinals. Um, this one ain't close. The Vikings suck. They didn't look good against the Bengals last week. Their offensive line looked terrible. Their defense didn't look that good. Pat Pete looked lost out there. Harrison Smith did okay. Daniel Hunter did okay. Their offensive line looked terrible. And the Cardinals' defensive line is a lot better than the Bengals' offensive line, as I stated on YouTube. Link in the description for our Stardom Sidham video to check it out. It is not a good week to be a Vikings fan. But, yeah, give me the Cardinals, and it ain't really close. Nope, and neither will this next one. Yup. Keep it short and simple. Atlanta going to Tampa Bay to play the Bucs. Give me the Bucs. Four reasons said. The Falcons suck, and the Buccaneers are the best team in football. I'm not really sure what to say. You agree? <laughs> yeah. Fair enough, and um, I'll let you take the next one because I've taken the last few. The next game we were going to be talking about is the Dallas Cowboys in – they're still in L.A., right? Yeah, the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, yeah, they were seeing it. In L.A. against the Chargers, I am taking the Dallas Cowboys to win this game. Now, I know that Demarcus Lawrence is hurt. I know that Randy Gregory might not play. I know our defense sucks. I get that. But I also think that we're going to score against anybody that we go up against, especially since we scored against Tampa Bay. I think C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper are going to be in for a good day. I believe in Dak being back. Zeke is going to be fine. Our offensive line, I know Lionel Collins is out for a couple weeks. Is Zach Martin back, though? Yes, he is back. Okay. So, you know, we lost one there. We're gaining one there. I personally think this is going to be a high-scoring football game. I personally think the Cowboys have more weapons than the Chargers. I know Mike Williams did good and Keenan Allen, but give me Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb over not com- but not both That's of fair. them. But give me the duo yeah. over that duo. Yeah. Um, give me Zeke over Austin Eckler. Give me 
Uh, I would say our old lines are pretty. They're pretty, pretty close. So yeah, you guys me, have the hunch a little bit because you guys have your guys, you guys have the hunch in offensive line a little bit, but I'll give I'll give you that. Yeah, so give me the Cowboys being the Chargers. Demarcus Lawrence is a big hit. I get it, but I think we still have enough playmakers on defense to force some turnovers and now decide a football game. Here goes our what is this third I or maybe Cooker comes back too. Third, fourth, fifth disagreement of the podcast. I'm not sure. I'll, I took the Chargers for this one. Um, the way I'm looking at it is the Chargers. Hopefully Malik Hooker comes back. This is a tough one. But, now nah, the Chargers just – I like the Chargers this week. I think their defense – their defense isn't better than Tampa Bay, but they definitely – they have all the healthy pieces on defense. Their defense looked good last week against Washington. Now, granted, Washington isn't as high-powered as Dallas. <laughs> granted – Ryan Fitzpatrick and Tyler Heineke aren't as good as Dak Prescott, and yeah, yeah, it's not really no, saying much. <laughs> I know, but nah. I mean, I like the Chargers this week. This is this is a game that could go either way. I think this will be high scoring, but I think if it comes down to it, I will take the Chargers in a shootout versus the Cowboys. I know I, I like Keenan Allen a lot. I do. I think I'm just very high on the Chargers and not high enough on Dallas yet. Although I am high on them enough but I, I like the chargers a little bit more if that makes sense see and i i like to like two years ago i like the chargers but it's just they've battled injuries a lot i'm not sure derwin james is derwin james still yeah like, he, he looked good against washington okay looked, i know i know he looked i good know against logan thomas and i know who's their number two receiver I, it's not curtis so. i know so now he's going to have to go up against Amari Cooper, who looked like the best receiver in football. We'll see. We'll see if he's about it. But now, give me the Chargers this week. Could go either way, but for the pick'em's sake, I'm taking the Chargers. I feel like they're safer to pick than Dallas. How on about the them road. Cowboys, baby? The, Dallas is on a two-game road trip before they go home next Monday to play Philly. That'll be a fun one to watch. We get three home games finally. But yeah, um, Dallas is on a road trip. Sure week. Injuries are hurting them too. Losing Lyle Collins hurts when Joey Bosa's rushing at you. Not injuries. Jeez. Demarcus Lawrence hurts. Okay, that's fair. Lyle Collins hurts when you got Bosa rushing against you. So I'm going to take the Chargers on this it's one. looking like Malik Hooker is going to be back. Nice. For whatever that means. Move Jalen Smith the outside. Move Jalen Smith the outside linebacker defensive end. Let Keanu Neal take that middle spot, then give Malik Hooker Keanu Neal spot. There you go. Problem solved. We should just put Jalen Smith where Demarcus Lawrence is. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. And then you put Keanu Neal in the middle, and Malik Hooker takes Keanu Neal's spot. Yeah. There you go. I just saw the Cowboys' defensive problems. But moving on to another game that I'm excited for that could go either way, we got the Tennessee Titans coming off of an ass-whooping traveling across the country to play the Seattle Seahawks. Give me the Titans. I know the Titans got their butts handed to them last week. Cardinals are riding their high horse. We're very high on the Cardinals this week. I personally think that the Cardinals are the second-best team in this division behind the Rams. I don't think the Seahawks' defense can hold Julio, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry. Seattle's defense is... Julio didn't do a damn thing. Seattle's defense is a lot worse than Arizona's defense. Their corners are about the same. Fair. But, nah, I mean, I don't know what was wrong with the Titans last week, but, I mean, I think that Mike Vrabel is going to nip all that in the bud this week. Taylor Lewan got exposed. I think they'll be back this week, though. I don't think the Titans start out 0-2. It's not a Titan thing to do. I don't think that the Seahawks – 
I think it could be a shootout, but I mean, give me the Titans. Is this Seahawks home opener? Yes, because they were in Indy last week. So, yeah, give me the Seahawks home opener. They're playing against the Titans, who just got absolutely destroyed by Kyler Murray and friends. What Kyler Murray, D-Hop, and then friends. Um, So, yeah, give me Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett to go ahead and have themselves a field day against this Titans team. I personally think that Chris Carson's also going to have a good day against this team. I don't think the Titans have much on defense. Their offense looks not the greatest. I know that, you know, they're going to figure it out because they have Derrick Henry and they have all these guys. But I personally think the Seahawks can beat anybody, really. I'm not taking them to beat the Bucs, but I think they can beat the Bucs just because of how talented they are. They're kind of a team like the Cardinals for me. You have a stud quarterback. You have stud receivers. Once you get in a shootout with them, you can win any game you want. These teams strike me as two similar teams. Yeah. Two stud receivers. I mean, I'll take the I'll take the Titans receiver and running back over the Seahawks receiver and running back, but I mean Russell Wilson is that much better than Ryan. I'm Taylor. taking the Titans rec- I'm taking the Seahawks receivers over the Titans receivers. No, I'm not. I am. I think Julio's best receiver in football. The fact that you still think that is very bad for your credibility as a analyst. Take it how you want it. Julio's not even top five anymore. Julio and D Hop, top two. Julio's not even top um, five. Yeah, give me the Titans. I think this is going to be a fun game to watch. I hope so. I hope Tennessee don't get blown out again because then it's not a good look for the Titans considering I am a Julio owner and a Derrick Henry owner in fantasy and a Ryan Tannehill owner, as a matter of fact. They screwed me on Sunday. All in different leagues, though. But, nah, I mean, I like the Titans this week. I think they're going to bounce back. Mike Vrabel's legit, so. That's fair. And then moving on to our Sunday night and Monday night football games. This is a game that I know you wanted to talk about, so I'll give you this one. The Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Baltimore to play the Ravens. For me, I'm taking the Chiefs. We just saw the Chiefs get into a dogfight with the Browns. You know, ended up pulling it out because the Browns made some stupid mistakes. We also just saw the Ravens lose to the Raiders. The Ravens, I think they're still going to be fine, but they just don't have the team quite yet. They don't have it figured out. They just lost Marcus Peters for the year. J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards. They're banged up, and it's just a matter. They just got to figure it out. Rashad Bateman, Miles Boykin, they just don't have their, their, their quality players, and they're missing them. I think Pat Mahomes is undefeated in September. So give me, you know, Hmm? He's 10 and 0. Sorry to cut yeah. you off. Give me Pat Mahomes going up against Lamar Jackson. Give me Tyree Kill, probably the second, third best receiver in football, going up against Marshall Latham. Fourth. No, Marlon Humphrey. What do you mean fourth? No, he's not. Yeah, he's, he's second or third. <laughs> That's probably, a conversation for a different day, though. Oh, no, he's third. It goes Devontae Leo, D Hop, Devontae, Tyreek, Diggs. No, it goes. Um, <laughs> this is a conversation. Devontae, D Hop, Hill, Diggs, probably some other guys, and then you can throw in Julio. Um, <laughs> that was just a shot. <laughs> With that being said, still give me the Chiefs. I get they're going to Baltimore, but I just like Pat Mahomes. I just trust Pat Mahomes, Orlando Brown, Creed Humphrey. Boomer sooner. Seems like every time <laughs> that there's Oklahoma players, we mention them. It's just how we are. Yep. Kelsey's going to have himself a day. Because we just saw Waller have himself a day. Why was so. I thinking of Kelsey? I'm like, the, I'm like the center? I'm like, what are you talking about? I forgot about Travis oh. Kelsey. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, my bad. Travis Kelsey. Um, yeah. Yeah, since Waller just had a day, I'm sure Travis Kelsey is going to have a day. 
I think the Honey Badger might be coming back because he practiced today. So, yeah, give me the Chiefs. I think the Ravens are a very overrated team. They're very banged up. They caught an injury bug. Lamar can only do so much by himself. Harbaugh, Coach Harbaugh can only do so much by himself. Defense is banged up. They only have about Marshawn Lattimore. Marlon Humphrey on the defense. I did the same thing. <laughs> Marlon Humphrey on the defense. I mean, am I missing any big names? Patrick Queen in the middle, but defense, they don't have much. I don't think just, the Ravens are overrated. They just dealt with a the bad. They're bad. They got dealt a bad hand this year, and unfortunately they're going to pay for it because they are in a tough division. They're in a tough conference, so it's tough. I took the Chiefs personally for obvious reasons, and I'm going to just leave it at that. Yeah, 100%. Then we got our final game, Sunday Night Football, Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers. I saw what Detroit did. I'm buying into the hype. Aaron Rodgers is sorry. Give me Detroit. It's like, no, I'm just kidding. That's fair. <laughs> but I, don't I was know. just kidding. I don't know how I feel about the Packers. I mean, you could say, and I would 100%, I wouldn't argue with you if you said that, oh, it's a fluke and Rodgers is going to be back. I also wouldn't argue with you if you said that the Packers are going to be slow for a couple, for like a month. Or I wouldn't argue with you when you say that the Packers don't like Aaron Rodgers anymore and it's just no team chemistry and they're going to suck. I don't know what's going to happen personally. So with that being said, I'm still going to take the Packers. I'm going to go with the option of it was just a week one fluke. The Packers started off slow, so... Give me Aaron Rodgers beating Jared Goff and bumps. Yeah, I agree. Um, give me Aaron Rodgers and friends versus Jared Goff and friends. To me, I think it was a fluke for Green Bay. I, I, if you think Aaron Rodgers is really throwing games, I think you're an idiot. Oh no, I didn't say that. Oh no, I'm, I wasn't saying you. I'm just I've heard like oh. people have been saying it on like socials and stuff. I'm like that's just stupid. You don't know football. Um, but no, I think it was just a fluke. Aaron Rodgers didn't practice all summer, and I think it just shows. Detroit did put up a fight at the end of the game versus San Francisco. I mean, granted, San Francisco probably got a little lazy because they were up 28 points. We've seen it happen before. Shout out to the Atlanta Falcons. One Tom Brady, his um, fifth ring. Um, But, yeah, it's just I think it was a fluke. I think Aaron Rodgers and the Packers will be fine. I think it's like you said, it's just going to take them some time to get going because Aaron Rodgers didn't practice all summer. What's a better team to get going against than the Detroit Detroit Lions? Lions. Exactly. And with that being said, give me the Green Bay Packers for our obvious reasons that have been stated already. And I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, be sure to check out all of our episodes this week. Be sure to check out our sponsor, Little Whittley Pizzeria. Yep. See you guys next week. Check see you guys out next Nash. week. Good luck in your bets. Good luck in fantasy. And we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, hopefully you guys took our advice. Like Ryan said, we'll see you guys next week. Later.